Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. The global supply chain. We've reached a critical point here. Not having enough labor is really a problem right now. Paying people not to work with unemployment, expanded benefits. More advantageous to stay home and rather than going back to work. Inflation. Hitting a 13-year high. People are panicked about inflation. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. It is News and Views, Political Trivia Thursday. Interesting category, Harold Stassen. Who is Harold Stassen? Well, you'll find out in Political Trivia. WITN News is reporting a suspect is dead after a deputy involved shooting this afternoon in Edgecombe County outside of Tarboro. Happened around 2 o'clock on McNair Road. Sheriff Atkinson said a deputy was also injured and taken to the hospital. No word on the extent of those injuries. The State Bureau of Investigation has been called in to help investigate in the shooting. No further details. If we get some, we will pass those along. Also, a number of media outlets is reporting on the U.S. Marine, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, Jr., who's down at Camp Lejeune. The U.S. Marine posted on social media videos criticizing military leadership and the Biden administration's withdrawal of military assets from Afghanistan. Of course, he and about 100,000 other people did that. But he is in the military, and uh, that was a big no-no. He has pleaded guilty to all charges during the court-martial, which took place earlier today. Scheller was freed from the brig last week where he was being held for violating an agreement to stop posting criticism on social media. It was interesting about this because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. He was under a gag order, but our understanding is you can't have a gag order unless you were charged with a crime which he had not been at that point. Scheller was freed from the brig. He was relieved of his command at uh, one of Camp Lejeune's infantry training battalions in August after posting the videos to Facebook and LinkedIn and after a bombing at the Karzai International Airport in Cabal took the lives of 13 U.S. service members as well as dozens of Afghan citizens. Quote, did anyone raise their hand and say we completely messed this up, Scheller asked in the video. I'm not saying we can take back what has been done. All I asked for was accountability for people to comment on what I said and to say, yes, mistakes were made. And had they done that, I would have gone back into rank and file, submitted and accomplished what I wanted. Scheller is a decorated Marine who served for 17 years. Tim um, Paratol. An attorney representing Lieutenant uh, Colonel Stuart Scheller said his client accepted responsibility for his actions during the court-martial this morning. The attorney said there will now be a sentencing hearing, which he expects will last two days. A quote from the attorney said, We expect at the end of the day he will get a letter of reprimand. We're not expecting any confinement or anything beyond that. He has submitted his resignation, and the Secretary of Navy will decide what the appropriate characterization of service, whether it's an honorable or a general under honorable circumstances. When I posted my second video, my life was spiraling, Scheller told the judge this morning. He said his mental state was bad. His wife had left him. He lost his business, 
and he had to undergo a mental assessment, which he said made things worse. Scheller was placed in uh, pretrial confinement at, in the brig. Again, he was let out uh, last week. Uh, say a prayer for this guy. Uh, obviously, he is, uh, I mean, he has, he, he spent a, 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 a long stint uh, overseas in Afghanistan and um, admits he had uh, some uh, mental anguish over this but yet has served our country honorably. I hope those in authority will remember that. 17 years he served as a decorated Marine. PJ Media. This is a, uh, this is a big story, uh, although it is sort of confirming what we've known for a while. Just casual observation would point to this. For a long time, Joe Biden has been pushing vaccinations in order to get the COVID pandemic under control. That's what he said, right? The Biden administration has argued that Americans who haven't been vaccinated are responsible for new COVID cases. This is becoming the pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's what Rochelle Walensky said back in July. It's also what Joe Biden said just last month. He said this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated And it's caused by the fact that despite America having unprecedented and successful vaccination program, despite the fact that for almost five months free vaccines have been available in 80,000 different locations, we still have nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get that shot. But this article in PJ Media asks, do the vaccinations really make a difference in the COVID cases? This summer, Justin Hart, the chief data analyst and founder of the RationalGround.com, a site that helps companies, public policy officials, and parents gauge the impact of COVID-19 across the country based on real data, noticed that there appeared to be no correlation between vaccination rates and COVID cases. It turns out that this conclusion has been confirmed by a recent study from the European journal of epidemiology, which found that there appears to be no discernible relationship between the percentage of population fully vaccinated and new COVID-19 cases. This affirms recent data from the UK showing that the infection rates among fully vaccinated, now listen to this, infection rates among fully vaccinated are now higher than those of the unvaccinated in all age cohorts under 30. Jay Bhattacharya noted that the data shows the COVID vax does not stop infection. Now, you know, I'm reading between the lines here, but I would say that um, the reason why the vaccinated might have a higher case of uh, actual COVID cases, those that are vaccinated, is because they have been told get vaccinated by this president, by the way, and many others, but get vaccinated and you won't get COVID. That's what the president has said numerous times. And we've corrected him numerous times. Well, there's enough people out there that think I've gotten vaccinated. I can go anywhere and do anything. While the unvaccinated perhaps are a little bit more cautious. So what's the argument for vaccinations? There really isn't one. The vaccine provides a small benefit, says Dr. J. Bhattacharya. He says that the, the 
It's a private benefit, he says, protection versus severe disease. So in other words, if you go out and get vaccinated, you still can get COVID, but you will not get it as bad. Chances are you won't have to be hospitalized if you've got the vaccine or if you've already had COVID, which in just about every study says natural immunities is much, much stronger than the vaccine. But so you've got this, you've got the, uh, uh, the, you've got the ability to not get as severe a case if you get COVID, but there is no public benefit. In other words, the idea that you're not going to spread the disease or get the disease is false. Which, again, we've been saying that for weeks now. The Harvard study makes the same argument. In summary, even as efforts should be made to encourage populations to get vaccinated, it should be done so with humility and respect. Stigmatizing populations can do more harm than good. Importantly, other non-pharmaceutical prevention efforts such as the importance of basic public hygiene, safe distancing, hand washing, etc., needs to be renewed in order to strike a balance of learning to live with COVID-19 in the same manner we continue to live with after 100 years the 1819 influenza virus. So again, the question is, why is Biden pushing the mandate? Why is Biden pushing the mandate? Uh, Authoritarianism is one reason. Um, you, you wonder whose palms are getting greased. But again, these studies and several different studies from Harvard, from rationalground.com, from the European Journal of Epidemiology, uh, the UK study, all saying the same things. That the vaccine does not prevent anybody from getting COVID or spreading COVID. There is a benefit. So if you want to go out and get the vaccine, if you haven't had COVID yet, go out and get the vaccine. If you get COVID, the, your, your case of COVID is going to be a lot less severe, chances are, likely. But if you've had COVID, there's, there's not a whole lot of reason to go out and get the vaccine. So why, again, we ask, why does Cousin Eddie and Anthony Fauci and at the, at the end of the day, I have no empirical evidence, but at the end of the day, we're going to find out that Anthony Fauci made a lot of money on this deal. And I think he's trying to cover his butt because he helped finance the Wuhan lab that came up with this virus. Well, inflation is here. Larry Summers, who served as Treasury Secretary under Bill Clinton... And national economic only national economic council under Barack Obama, I would say that pretty much certifies him as being a progressive liberal. Certainly in the camp of those two, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. He has come out and said in a uh, in multiple interviews, he was on a panel today, and uh, says, "Yes, inflation is here and it's bad." Summers also, and, and by the way, just yesterday we talked about the fact that Social Security is up the highest increase, what, about 5.5%. As Benny pointed out yesterday, this is the highest jump since the Jenny, Jimmy Carter eras. And remember what Jimmy Carter, under Jimmy Carter, post Jimmy Carter, 
we bought, my wife and I bought our first house back in the early 80s. I think our first mortgage was 13%. 13%. And that is a reflection of inflation that was, (laughs) I mean, we're talking, we're looking now at an inflation rate over the last 12 months of something like uh, 5%. So far for um, 2021, if you um, uh, annualize 2021, the rate is uh, at 6%. So uh, inflation is back. Now, under Jimmy Carter, it was even higher than that. I, I remember it was, got up to about 8%. I mean, stop and think about that. And we're probably well on our way. But Larry Summers says, we have a generation of central bankers who are defining themselves by their wokeness. They're defining themselves by how socially concerned they are. And so they want to pass things like this $3.5 trillion boondoggle. Summers, who is now a professor at Harvard, warned that we're in more danger than we've been during my career of losing control of inflation in the United States. Again, you've got to go back 40 years to see it this bad. We've gone even further toward losing it in Britain, and I think there as there's some risk in Europe, he added. Summer's remarks comes as new consumer price index numbers show that inflation continuing to remain high. Price levels have surged 5.4% last 12 months. I'm sorry, I said 6%. It's 6.5% on an annual basis for 2021, according to the Wall Street Journal. So even the allies of Joe Biden are admitting that inflation is here. Now, remember what and, and, and again, he is pointing to the woke crowd as causing this inflation. The woke crowd that wants to print all kinds of money to give away under the guise of we're really concerned for uh, for the poor and really concerned for COVID. And I, I look, I understand that people are out of work, but people have got to get back to work. And what's compounding the fact that we're printing money that we can't afford to print. Look, when you, when you print all these fake dollars, all these monopoly, monopoly dollars, the dollars that you went out and earned become diluted. They become worth less. But on top of that, we've got a supply and demand issue that is exasperating the problem. We've got all these ships out at sea. We can't get the goods to the stores, so there's fewer goods to buy, so that means there becomes a bidding war for those goods. We've got a president who shuts down our energy sector. And now, today, he has the gall to come out and ask oil companies, would you please lower your prices? (laughs) It's unbelievable. Is the guy this stupid? All I can say is, uh, if you remember back 40 years ago, under Jimmy Carter, precious metals and real estate just exploded. You might want to consider investing in those areas. I, I, look, I, and don't take my word. I'm just, I'm just looking back on history, okay? Don't say, well, I'm going to go buy gold because Lamprecht told me to. You go talk to your accountant or your financial advisor. Go talk to Tommy Pate or someone like that. But... Uh, <laughs> The, uh, I, I mean, it is, it's, it's, uh, not looking good. And again, one, one of his own, one of his own, Joe Biden's own, Larry Summers.
says it's here. And and what did Joe say? He said you got to pass the $3.5 trillion boondoggle so that we can prevent inflation. <laughs> is he that much of a liar or is he that stupid? Or is he both? Hey, we're going to take a timeout. Political trivia coming up, not right now, in just a few minutes, uh, but we'll play in a little bit. News and Views continues right after this. Beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. First thing you should do after work. I turn on the radio. Check in with Tom and Benny. Gotta know what's happening in my city. What's going on in my backyard. Things that are happening locally. I like the local news. Things that I don't hear everywhere else. I don't hear everywhere else. For the local news you want. Kept me informed for all of the local stuff, you know. It let me know what was going on in the local community. Eastern Carolina's news source is News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Today is October the 14th. It is Be Bald and Be Free Day. And Benny's not even here to enjoy it. Because he's free. <laughs> <laughs> he is free. You got part of it right. You got part of it right. 34 years ago today. 18-month-old Jessica McClure fell down that well in Midland, Texas. Remember that? I do. Of course, Clark was probably just in diapers back then. But um, interestingly, she has no recollection of that. She is now, um, well, 34 years ago, so she's now 36. And uh, she says she has no recollection of it. But the world was glued to their TV sets watching that. Take a look at your weather forecast tonight. Partly cloudy, a low around 58. Friday, sunny, the high near 84. Mostly clear tomorrow night, a low around 62. Saturday, a chance, just a small chance of showers in the afternoon and evening. Otherwise, high near 85. Then on Sunday, lots of sunshine, but the high is only at 69. A little crisp on Sunday night, the low around 46. The sunshine and 70s come back the first part of next week. Weather brought to you by our friends at the Ironwood Golf and Country Club. Voted best golf course in Greenville two years in a row. Ironwood boasts an 18-hole Lee Trevino design course, full-service dining, and outdoor pool, tennis, and more. Our newly renovated 15,000-square-foot clubhouse is the perfect place to make new traditions with your family. And uh, it is gorgeous, and they've got a full restaurant. And if you've been thinking about Christmas, now is the time to give them a call and uh, make reservations for your company or your family or family and friends Christmas party. Give them a call, 252-752-4653. Also, looking for a gift for someone who uh, might be interested in expanding their golf game, you get gift certificates uh, to uh, uh, rounds of golf at Ironwood or lessons. John, Mal- Mal- John LaMonica, I'll get his name out, uh, one of the best uh, teaching pros in the area, uh, lessons, rounds of golf, golf equipment, golf apparel. It's all at iron. We'll give them a call. 252-752-4653. Joe Biden today came out this from uh, the North state journal and made a decision that I think is going to come back to haunt him. Of course, as I always say, liberals are always very short sighted. They never think beyond tomorrow, never see beyond the end of their nose. Biden has agreed to a request from Congress, a request from liberals in Congress, maybe a couple of rhinos in there, seeking sensitive information on the actions of Donald Trump and his aides during the January 6th Capitol protest. Though the former President Trump claims that the information is guarded by executive privilege. 
Now, traditionally, down through our history as a country, the actions of former presidents has been off-limits, sealed information has been off-limits until years after the president has left office, in most cases five years or more. The move by Biden isn't the final word. Trump is uh, challenging this in court. But the playbook for the legal world is different from the political world, and the political world, every time a president does something controversial, it becomes a building block for future presidents. In other words, if he decides that it's okay and he's going to do all he can to release this information on January 6th, which I think is highly tainted. I mean, if you've been following this January 6th thing, as, as Tucker Carlson, one of, a guest on Tucker Carlson's program said a couple of weeks ago, when those videos were released, which, by the way, the Capitol Police and members of Congress didn't want those videos released. Now, they said it was a security issue. The issue isn't a security issue. The issue was that the videos don't show anything other than a bunch of grandmas walking around the Capitol taking selfies. There was no violence there. Anyway, Joe Biden has decided that, yeah, I'll do all I'll give you. I'll give you this information. We'll release this information. Does Joe really want that released? Joe, you're not going to be president for very long. If you make it four years, everybody is going to be shocked. In less than two years, well, just a little over one year from now, chances are highly likely that your party is not going to control the House or the Senate. Things aren't going to be too pretty for you then, Joe. Releasing information and then, you know, one day there will be a Republican president back in the White House. Do you want all this information on you and Hunter Biden released? Not looking good for either one of you. By the way, the um, speaking of that, the Daily Mail has been going through about the only publication out there that you would consider. I wouldn't really consider the Daily Mail a conservative publication. It's a publication out of the U.K., but they've been pouring through recovered emails and documents from Hunter's hard drive, and they're delivering more surprises this week. You know, not necessarily a smoking gun, but there is a uh, situation going on that, if you connect the dots, it certainly appears that Joe Biden could become embroiled in an FBI investigation concerning Hunter's finances. You know, Joe kept saying, I don't know anything about it. I've never talked to my son about it at all. Well, now more and more of these emails are pointing to the fact that Joe did know and Joe was benefiting. So, uh, Joe, do you really want to go ahead and set the precedent that uh, you will not have the privilege that presidents down through the history of our country have had? Executive privilege by the president? Hmm. Well... Your decision, Joe, but I think you're going to live to regret it. Speaking of the U.K., Niall Gardner, who was the director of the Margaret Thatcher Center for Freedom at the Heritage Foundation and a former aide to Margaret Thatcher, wrote an op-ed that appeared in Fox News today. Why Biden can't stand Joe—why I mean, Britain, I should say. 
<laughs> why Biden can't stand Joe Biden. That might be true. I mean, he might not like himself. But why Britain can't stand Joe Biden. Now, his approval rating in America is at 38 percent. Pretty low, pretty bad, about the lowest that in, in any modern presidency, especially when he's still supposed to be in the honeymoon phase. Um, he's not faring any better on the international stage. He, uh, this guy, uh, uh, Niall Gardner, just come back from uh, visiting the UK and uh, said that countless European officials told him they simply don't trust the Biden presidency. Some are actually having buyer's remorse and reminiscing on the good old days of Donald Trump. And it's not just the conservatives over there. Both sides of the aisle in Great Britain, they're saying the same thing. They cannot find anybody after meeting with dozens of officials, members of parliament, political advisors, newspaper editors, media commentaries, and think tank experts he cannot find anybody that has anything to good to say about Cousin Eddie. And remember what Cousin Eddie said when he was running for office is that uh, he was ready to get all of our allies back on the same team where they respected us, they loved us. One of the biggest condemnations for Joe Biden is, and remember, you know, we look at what happened in Afghanistan and we cringe as conservatives, as anybody that's a patriotic American. We look at the lost lives. We look at the people that came back without limbs. We look at that $85 billion of military equipment that we've, that Joe handed over to the Taliban, and we cringe. But think of these other NATO nations, including Great Britain and France, who had men over there fighting with us who th- lost their lives. And they're looking and saying, what have you done to us? Why have you thrown us under the bus? So is it any great surprise that uh, Joe Biden is not on their Christmas list, not on their dance card? And Joe Biden wants to lecture the world on women's rights. Come on. Joe, I mean, really, you have... Well, think about what he has done to the women of Afghanistan. And yet he wants to tout women's rights. And, he, and, and you know, he, people in his administration lecturing the Taliban, wait, you better behave on women's rights. <laughs> oh, you got to laugh or you'd cry. Joe, can you find anybody out there? I mean, and, and, you, and you're daily coming and going as you talk to your friends, whether they're conservative or liberal. I, I say this in all honesty. I don't meet anybody that says, oh, man, Joe Biden's doing a great job. Oh, he's doing a tremendous job. And say it with a straight face. No, I don't think so. By the way, uh, interesting story out of town hall on this Virginia race. We mentioned earlier in the week that uh, there was a big upset in uh, Iowa, where a congressional seat that had been held by Democrats for decades, the Republican won in a landslide in a special election. We also mentioned that the lone Democrat member of the House from Kentucky, 
announced he's not running for re-election. I mean, we're, what, 14 months away, 13 months away from uh, the next election. He said, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. But now, up in Virginia, the Democrat National Committee has come out and announced that uh, they are dumping $5 million into this Terry McAuliffe race. Of course, Terry McAuliffe is running against um, uh, the Republican, and they want to dump $5 million as he uh, battles Glenn Youngkin. What's interesting about this, though, they're dumping the money into the Washington, D.C., Richmond Corridor, and they're targeting black radio stations and Hispanic radio stations. There could be one of two things going on here. Either the DNC saw what happened up in Iowa earlier this week and said, well, that that doesn't look good. We, We need to win this, and we need to win this big so people think that we're still the dominant party. That could be one thing that, you know, we really need to win this big so that Americans will realize that we're still in control. That that could be one. Uh, My hunch is that it's not that. My hunch is that the polling that they see out there, which, by the way, now new polls have come out and saying it's a statistical tie between Terry McAuliffe and uh, Glenn Youngkin. My hunch is they are worried sick that they're going to lose this governor's race. And as a result, it's going to put them even further behind the eight ball. Because, I mean, stop and think about this. They're not going after the undecided voter. They're going after Terry McAuliffe's home base. They're pouring $5 million out to the African-American community, the Hispanic community, and the geographical area that's already heavy, heavy Democrat. Now, perhaps it's because of all the craziness that's going up in Loudoun County, Virginia, and Fairfax, Virginia, and, of course, Terry McAuliffe's stupid comments that parents ought to have no say-so in their child's education. But stop and think about the fact that they're dumping all this money into the base voter of Terry McAuliffe, which says they're not excited about this guy. Uh, I think uh, Terry McCullough realizes he's in big trouble. Hey, we're going to take a time out, but when we come back, we're going to play political trivia. So give us a call, 561-8255. Got a great prize package worth, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. And your category, Harold Stassen. Harold Stassen. Who is he? I'll tell you when we get back. 561-8255, political trivia. Give us a call. It is political trivia. Your category, Harold Edward Stassen. Okay. Your prize package includes a free oil change for your car pickup at Dave Davis's East Carolina Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. A gift certificate to the Ironwood Golf Course for a round of golf and a bucket of balls, including your cart. 
a gift certificate to University PC Care, a $20 gift card to Gwendy's Goodies Bakery in Aden, a $20 gift card to Mucho Bueno for lunch or dinner. Mucho Bueno, real Mexican street feel food. Located in front of the Westbrook Shopping Center, U.S. 70 West and Havelock. A gift certificate from Fit for Life 24, including two free training sessions with a fitness coach. Remember, if you or anyone in your immediate family have won recently, let 60 days pass before you play again. First up from Winterville, we've got Ray on the line. Hey, Ray. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Doing well. Are you familiar with the name of Harold Edward Stassen? Uh, I remember one thing about him. Okay, well... See if you can see if you can get the right answer before I even ask the question. You want to try that? Uh, he ran for president more than anybody else. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> that is it. <laughs> Ray from Winterville. <laughs> This is unbelievable. I didn't even That's get the, the question only thing, out. That's the only thing I knew about it. <laughs> I did not even get the question out. The question was, Harold Edward Stassen was the 25th governor of Minnesota from 1939 to 1943. He was also the president of the University of Pennsylvania from 1948 to 1953. But history records him as holding another unique distinctive in politics. A high watermark, if you will. What was this distinctive? And Ray got it before I even asked the question. He has run for president more than any other person in the history of our country. Nine times. <laughs> oh, my. Ray, uh, now, and you have made it into the record books now, Ray. The first person to answer the question correctly before it was even asked. I'm glad I'm not him for something. He, he couldn't be known for much, Sasson. <laughs> Well, he made it as the governor of Minnesota. He was a Republican, by the way. But See, um, I've learned, I learned two things. There today. you go. There you go. Right, congratulations. Hang on the line, and uh, we're going to get all your info. And we'll get you those gift certificates out. And uh, you, you deserve, I don't know, a special crown or something for getting that right. Stay with us. News and Views will be right back. Back to News and Views. Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Congratulations to Ray Odom. Had the answer before I even asked the question. Oh, my. (laughs) And the fix was not in. I mean, we're not Democrats here. We don't cheat. But uh, Harold Stassen has the uh, record for running for the presidency the most times. He started started running for the presidency in 1948. And the last time he ran, he, he died in the early 2000s. The last time he ran was in 1992. So he was in his 80s when he was running. He was born in 1907. So uh, congratulations, Ray. <laughs> well done. I mean, in all honesty, I had, if you had asked me who, I feel like I'm fairly well read. But if you had asked me who Harold Stassen was, I would have looked at you like I was clueless. Um, five, six, one, eight, two, five, five. Rick is on the line from Carolina Pines. Hey, Rick. Hey, how you doing, bud? Doing well. Good to hear from you. I've been been listening to you you guys for a while. And I think Ray was the most hated kid as a child because, uh, he got all the Easter eggs first. (laughs) Without a doubt. Probably so. Probably so. He knows his stuff though. My question is, uh, with, you know, when, uh, when Trump was trying to build the border wall, and everything we had all these uh judges betting and stuff like that so when it comes to the vaccine mandate why isn't there one federal judge that can say hell you can't do that 
Gannis for that? Well, there was a judge um, just this week up in New York, and he was a, he was a uh, federal judge who came out and ruled against. I can't remember if it was de Blasio or the governor, but ruled against the mandate that New Yorkers had to be, the medical workers in New York had to be vaccinated. And uh, he came out and said, you, you cannot penalize these people. And, and there's, no, there's no way you can uh, harm them in any way if they're not vaccinated. So the, well, the reason is because I, I, do, I do work for the federal government and uh, I already had COVID, so I had the antibodies. I just don't understand why I still have to get the vaccine before November. Well, you know, it's easy for me to say this because my job's not on the line, but I hope you and many, many others um, really make a fuss about this and refuse. Uh, and not, I mean, do, do what you want to do. I'm not saying refuse, but if, if you don't want to get no, the I'm vaccine, your opinion. if you don't want to get the vaccine, I, w- I would hope you would refuse to get it and, and let it be known. You know, I, because and the reason why I say this, I think if enough people do this, uh, you're going to see them back down. In fact, I've got a story in the pile here up in Chicago. The space alien Lori Lightfoot, who is the mayor up there, she has said that if uh, you don't in Chicago, if the Chicago employees, the city of Chicago employees aren't vaccinated by midnight this Friday, they will be fired without pay. And um, the police union there has said is encouraging their officers don't listen to the mayor, don't get vaccinated unless you want to, but don't be forced to get vaccinated. And there are many people thinking, okay, the mayor will have to back off on this because apparently 50% of the Chicago police force haven't been vaccinated, nor do they want to get vaccinated. And so if, if that is the case, and she fires half the police force. Can you imagine the chaos in Chicago? It's bad enough already, but uh, it's it's going to be horrendous. If, I, I uh, just see everybody falling in line with it because they got a, they got the job and they're not going to give it up. Well, you certainly you know it, it is really in line, and I I'm not going to do that. It's really interesting though that you see so many in the medical field refusing to get it. And I mentioned this the other day. I know of a situation where an individual in the medical field said they wanted a medical exemption and it wasn't given to them. But they were generously giving out religious exemptions. And the only thing, and this, you know, my wife came up with a thought, and I think she's right, that, okay, well, if you give out a religious exemption, that's not saying anything about whether or not the vaccine could be harmful to you. But if a hospital or some other medical industry employee were to be given a medical exemption from getting the vaccine, I think that's sending a message that, okay, there could be some negative results if you get the vaccine and it's again it's interesting that so many people in the medical field don't want to get vaccinated now a lot have but there's a lot that haven't there's also 50 percent 50 of the people that already had the covid all right when they have the the, the uh vaccine they have more problems with it 
Well, and the, 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 one of my lead stories today was the fact that, you know, these new studies are out that the vaccine has no effect on whether or not you get or get COVID. Now, it does allow you to have a milder case if you've been vaccinated. But in terms of you know, th- this, this whole rhetoric, get the vaccine and then you won't get the COVID is false or get the vaccine and you won't give COVID is false. And that's exactly what Joe Biden said. Remember, he said, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. No, and sir. It, he said he knew it. He knew his plan. Trump doesn't have a plan. <laughs> yeah. That was a total lie, total false. Yep. But uh, thank you, Tom. I know you, you're, I'm cutting you too long. I'll let you go, man. God bless you. Well, thank and, you, Rick. Everybody listening. Thank you, Rick. Hope you have thank wisdom you. in your decision. Um, Galene Maxwell. She is the um, madam for uh, Jeffrey Epstein, the late Jeffrey Epstein. In a surprise move, uh, she and federal prosecutors are working together to keep a proposed questionnaire that would be used to screen potential jurors hidden from public view. Now, um, CNBC reported that prosecutors from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York filed a letter to the judge in this case explaining that Maxwell's attorneys want the proposed questionnaire as well as oral questions that would be asked to potential jurors hidden to avoid media coverage that might prejudice the jury selection process. The prosecutors wrote that the government consents to the defense's request. So in other words, they're saying, yeah, let's let's keep it all secret. Um, my question is this. Is that the reason, or it, will there be questions on the questionnaire? And, I mean, how many people, in all honesty, I, you know, if you knew nothing, if you knew nothing about this case, would you really want that person on the jury? Because that person obviously has had their head in the sand for a while. But would there be questions on the questionnaire such as, did you vote for Bill Clinton? Do you agree with Bill Gates's view of overpopulation of the world? Even if you did not vote for Bill Clinton, could you be unbiased as you hear this case? Even though Jeffrey Epstein had Bill as a guest on the Lolita Express on several occasions, and he was a guest at his island of sexual perversion more than once. Uh, you think they don't want that to get out? That might be a part of it. And thanks again for being with us. Congratulations to Ray Odom, and we'll do it again tomorrow at 5 o'clock. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right, all right.